0: You have just entered the Katie Ma Podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die.
1: Hello and welcome to episode one fifty one of the Katie Ma Podcast. We are alcoholic as fuck, <laughs> doing some rum shots during this cast. Um, it is. Worse. There is actually nothing worse. 151.
2: If you've never set have it had on
1: fire, it's worse. Oof. Yeah. Well, that that's the
2: only reason that's far, it yeah. exists <laughs> is, to, is to light it on fire.
3: That's actually true of a lot of things. <laughs> they get worse when you set them on fire.
2: <laughs>
3: speak from Sandwiches. Sandwiches.
1: Sandwiches is are, much
3: better not on fire. I much prefer an untoasted, <laughs> not untoasted, but like engulfed in flame sandwich. An My unignited bed. sandwich. Thanks. Yeah, My your, pillows. your bed is a lot yeah. more comfortable when you're not Screaming in agony from the flames that are consuming your flesh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Steph, Tim, subscribe. Tim just scribbled. Is- Tim, good lord. Um. Today's date is July twenty seventh, twenty fourteen, and yes, we are sponsored by Blue Microphones, the most comfortable T shirt that I wear. I don't know if they even sell T shirts. <laughs> Fucking should, because that shit is comfortable. Um. Really good starter mics. If you're looking for a mic to get started with... uh, Yeah, the one that's in Blah's face right now. This is how I podcast now. Product Placement City. (laughs) Uh, Blue Microphone's good. The Snowball's a great little starter mic. You're really going to start streaming. That kind of thing. So, shout-outs to Blue. Brandon, we are going to start with you this week because you weren't here last week. Yeah. And we really wanted to talk to you then. I know. But you weren't there. So, QuakeCon, Doom we speculated on doom because we didn't see it but yeah tell us about the whole thing
2: it's uh so it here's the thing is doom i think a lot of people have a lot of different expectations for what the next doom game will be and i think at this point it's probably going to be hard to please everyone you're going to have old school fans who want it to be exactly like it used to be you're going to have new school fans who don't care um the coolest part of it was that it looks it looks really fast paced and it looks super super gory i mean really bloody really gory, just like mm-hmm. you want from a doom game it it looks over like almost over the top gory in the way that you expect doom to be and uh, I'm sure you know if people are interested in doom they've probably read up uh, like i think pc gamer posted an article about it. Um, But there's like this finisher system where when an enemy's Mm -hmm. about to die, you can you can do a finisher like up close. And that's everything from like, you know, ripping ripping a demon's head in half to like pulling its heart out. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of I mean, I think the, the thing is that those are really awesome and they'll be really awesome if there's a bunch of them. I was actually talking to John about this earlier today Is I think that will be a really cool feature as long as people don't get sick of them. If there's only like 10 of those animations, they'll get really boring really fast. But yeah, if PC a...
1: Gamer said, sorry to interrupt, said that that was actually happening in the demo. That I, repeats were happening. I
2: like I kind of I didn't <laughs> I didn't notice Uh, Like many repeats, I mean, you're gonna probably have some repeats, but the thing is, the game is still like a year plus out, so I wouldn't Mm -hmm. expect all of those to be in their early, early alpha build. But that's the thing is, like, I think they need to have like 200 of those where you don't ever get tired of seeing them. Um, Otherwise, that could just end up end up being repetitive and boring. But the the other thing is, it looked like the different enemies will have different animations. Like there was a I don't even know, like kind of, kind of like a maybe Jabba the Hut looking demon thing, kind of like a like a boss, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the animation for that was, I think it was like taking taking his heart out or something and stuffing it down his mouth. So there, <laughs> oh I my mean, God. yeah, it was like really pretty gruesome stuff. Um, but it looks like if they have cool ones, like cool unique ones for the bosses, um, mm-hmm. like that was a, that was a really neat feature. Um, the movement looked pretty good. I mean, the the graphics looked. The graphics looked impressive for their stage that they're at right now. I mean, I saw some yeah. screen tearing and stuff, but that's to be expected. Um, I think the fact that they even showed gameplay when they're, I mean, they are not, they have not announced a release date. I would guess that this this may, may be playable at QuakeCon next year, like absolute earliest maybe playable alpha at QuakeCon next year, but probably, they're probably still a ways yeah. out. I, I was oh. impressed with it. I mean, as an old school Doom fan, um, I don't think there was anything there not to like. It's just that you also have to you have to be skeptical at this point because of the history that this game has had, where they've scratched it at least once that we know of. Um, yeah, this looks like a this looks like they're on the right track, but it's hard to tell from you know something that they clearly put together for uh, for that show. Um, but I liked it. I mean. If I had to, if if I had to put my sixty dollars down right after that demo, um, maybe, maybe not. But I think once people see it, they'll they'll understand. It's like if you have an efficient, uh, if you are an aficionado for the old Doom games, I think this scratches that itch. If you're not, you might end up passing on it.
4: What What makes you think it's only a year out? Because they showed Rage like 20, 20 months, I think it was before it released. No, no,
2: no. Oh, I'm saying, I'm saying like. At you least. Said at least. I'm saying at least a year out. Like like the absolute earliest I think it would be playable is QuakeCon next year.
1: Yeah, playable, not even I'm, out. Yeah, I'm but. talking
2: like like early alpha, like first playable announcement type thing at QuakeCon.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: But, I mean... How was the... Sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead. If you were finishing up Doom.
2: No, I just... I mean, they, they actually showed two different sequences... Uh, the first mm-hmm. one was just kind of going through, um, going through one of the, like the early levels and killing, uh, you know, killing some different types of zombies. The second one actually had a, a boss fight. The boss fight looked pretty easy, but that that may have been you know because you don't want to you don't want to lose <laughs> during your demo. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they had like the movement. It looked like they had taken some stuff from Titanfall. Like some, uh, you can double jump. You can if you're if you're close to catching a jump, you can like pull yourself up off of a ledge Um, so that kind of stuff looked like it could be really interesting for the multiplayer aspect like I'm hoping that they have uh, like a vertical element to the multiplayer maps and they didn't say anything about multiplayer it's just that that's that's kind of the sense that I got is that hopefully movement will be important in the multiplayer which is you know as we've talked about before something that uh, I think is lacking in a lot of first person shooters right now
1: all right and how was the rest of the show?
2: The show was great. I mean, the the BYOC was packed. Uh, I tweeted out some pictures of uh, some of the awesome yeah. cases that I saw. I mean, just the the builds there, like having having these sexy custom water cooled builds. It's just like normal. It's not even it's not even like <laughs> noteworthy. Um, you just see some of these machines like. Some guy, like some some of these people aren't even sitting on the edge. They're just sitting in the middle of a row, and you walk over, and they just have this gorgeous water cooled build. Um, But yeah, I mean, just the PCs were awesome. Uh, I actually didn't play a whole lot, but I just kind of, I just enjoy Mm -hmm. walking around and being part of it. I was doing work a lot of the time, but just like sitting there in the middle, in the middle of all of it, uh, in the dark room is is uh, is a lot of fun.
1: Saw the dual CPU build you oh, that man. picture that sure, was that, that was gross. fucking ridiculous. So gross.
2: <laughs> and there Old
1: were skull trail type shit. Yeah,
2: that was probably the most obscene one in terms of like price. But uh, yeah. I mean, there were just so many. Like there were there were quite a few uh, custom like custom case mods from uh, you know from from off the shelf cases, but they had they have modded either like the window or the paint job, um, just like super impressive stuff i feel like it gets better every year
1: so QuakeCom is awesome we got a little taste of doom what did you play this week did you dive into
2: nax ramus because we can I talk did. about i did yeah so i'll just keep at going. least three or four of us did yeah, yeah it was um, pretty
4: easy to beat though i beat it like the first night in an hour or two
2: yeah i mean i i think like the first wing was really cool um, I I really like the direction they've taken with it, where you you know yeah. you're trying to beat these AI bosses. Um, as as an experienced Hearthstone player, it was pretty easy. I mean, like I actually I only had to make one new deck to beat uh, the last boss, which is
1: in in heroic or normal heroic. Uh, okay, I, I haven't surprising. even done that. I haven't done the heroics yet.
3: <laughs> I've already yeah, all three of the heroic bosses personally.
2: Yeah, I mean I just maybe I got lucky, but I I just used regular like my regular ladder decks on the first two and they worked fine. Um the last one you have to make kind of a gimmicky deck. I won't spoil it for people who haven't done it, but that that's the only one that that took a little bit of thought, but mm-hmm. like I don't know how else they would how else they would make that single player work because, you know, they did make it kind of challenging um and it was it was fun for the, you know, for the day that I played it so i will I think I will easily get my 20 dollars worth out of you know all of those wings. Um, I'm just right. I'm, you know I just wish they would release them faster, but Nax is really cool. I mean the cards the cards are already starting to shift the meta a little bit in the in the constructed game.
1: I'm struggling as to where to put put them like because some of the I don't have all of them, obviously I haven't beaten the heroic and i've I've beaten the Druid class challenge and all of normal. But I haven't even attempted the rogue class challenge. But the
2: the one that's shaking um, up the meta the most right now, I think, is the Nerubian egg, because yes, you just buff yes. it, you buff it early game, and then it turns into a four four, which is pretty pretty huge.
3: It's Boy, ridiculous. terror is actually usable now.
2: Yeah. Why wow, did you guys
1: hear that? You hear that thunder?
2: Yeah, that, that is was pretty pretty, pretty wild. That
1: yeah, was pretty legit.
4: There's like tornado <laughs> warnings and shit, isn't there?
1: It's just passing through. I think. I don't think it's um, sticking around very long, but um, my internet should be fine. Uh, unless I lose power, of course. Um, yeah, I found, I lost, I think I lost once to each uh, each thing in normal, and then pretty much killed it the second time. I already put Maxna in a deck, though, because that card
2: is pretty great, actually. Yeah, I've seen i not having her... much attack. Yeah. I've seen her she's in quite a few him, decks. That. Especially <laughs> like especially health. priest decks where you can kill something and then like circle of healing or just some way to keep to keep that card alive. It's pretty solid.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, Max is a two eight and but she has the same thing that that Viper or Cobra yeah. card has, where anything she attacks
2: dies. Yeah, she's just a huge Emperor Cobra.
1: Yeah. Um so it's uh it's pretty good. I she's six six mana, but I immediately put her in a couple decks. I've been just struggling with where to put the um which decks of mine to put the egg the eggs in as well as the uh the one two that death rattles into two one ones. Yeah, I've seen that one. The a spiderlings lot. or whatever. I'm
3: I'm running right now. I'm a I'm actually playing trying to get a warlock quest done. Um there's it's similar to zoo. But it uses Nerubian eggs, uh, the the haunted spiders, and power overwhelming and void terror. And it's actually working really well so far. I'm just playing on rank, but I mean that's Mm -hmm. that's a that's a really great way to activate it. Um, I'm also running Defender of Argus, so I have a couple of different ways to pop the eggs when needed. Right. Um, So those anything that like directly kills your own minion is good, but that's mostly only going to be found in Warlock. Other other classes need to buff it in some way or um i don't know you can run like in, in druid <clears throat> excuse me you have a whole, a whole bunch of ways of giving minion taunt you can uh keep her the wild to keep her the grove rather to like drop the two damage onto the egg stuff like that
1: yeah
2: i feel like uh right but... now warlock with the just with these first cards warlock has become even mm-hmm. more versatile and it's already arguably it's, yeah. the strongest class it's stupid um, so i think yeah, it'll every... be it'll like because we already know what cards are coming out with the next wings i'm just kind of i'm just like waiting it's like just wait until these next cards are out because there are a lot of hard counters to some things in the meta right now. So there's not, mm-hmm. I, I haven't really put a whole lot of effort into like rebuilding my decks and changing things around. Yeah.
1: All right. You play anything else this week?
2: Yeah. Um, so I, I, I not sure if I mentioned on the podcast or not, cause I've been gone for a couple of weeks, but I got a 144 Hertz monitor.
1: Nice. Um, mm-hmm. I, I
2: sold, sold one of my monitors to blah, uh, who needed one. So, I grabbed one of the new the Asus uh, 144 Hertz, and it is mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, that <laughs> along with disabling arrow, which which has been apparently the bane of my frame rate existence without me knowing it for a long time, um, disabling arrow with the new monitor. I mean everything from like CS:GO is probably the most the most notable difference. Uh, yeah, but even Hearthstone, I actually like I hadn't launched Hearthstone and, and turned arrow off. I didn't realize just how much more I enjoy playing it when all the animations are just incredibly crisp and smooth. Uh, it makes everything better. So we've been playing a bunch of CSGO in the Mumble, doing like 10-mans and competitive and stuff, which has been a lot of fun. Um, and
1: I've been looking at buying one of those, the Asus one in it's, particular. It's,
2: it's very good. Uh, <laughs> there's like a custom... I've never done this with a monitor, but there's a Reddit post about a custom color profile. It's a .ICC file. You download a like I guess people people that uh, that care about color accuracy maybe create their custom their own custom color profiles for different monitors. I've never done this with a monitor before, but uh, there were instructions for this one, and it made a mm-hmm. massive difference. So, uh, something to look out for if you, if you have a popular monitor, like Google, you know your monitor's model name and you know new color profile or something to that to that uh, respect. Uh, yeah. It made a huge difference for mine.
1: Very cool. Yeah, John
2: and I just started getting well. back into America's Army yesterday, so we'll see how long that goes. Fucking fun, dude. It's a good game.
1: So, <clears throat> up next, Hex. Yeesh. Welcome back to the cast. Thank you. Uh, what have you been doing this week? Uh, this last week has been a lot of playing the hospital game
0: still, so I've been in and out with Kidney Stones again. That's been pretty fantastic. Um, uh, oof. But... Uh, but gaming-wise, I, re- I reorganized my office because it was really cluttered. I got rid of a bunch of garbage that was I should never used anymore. I'm actually playing Grand Theft Auto 4 right now because Ice Enhancer 3 was released, and it makes this game look ridiculous. Better um, than the last version did? Yeah, Yeah. like I posted some screenshots on Twitter that I like from very early in the game. I just did the first mission where you drop Michelle for an apartment. Like, that's how early I am, and it looks freaking phenomenal. It doesn't look as good as some of the stuff. Like, some people were comparing it to, like, oh, it's better than GTA 5 PC that's been released. It's not. There's still some pretty low, cruddy textures, but all the paint for all the cars, all the lighting effects are way better. So, it's really easy to install. A couple people asked me if it was complicated to install. You literally just drag it into your install directory for Steam, and you're done how big Uh, is it 80 megs 90 megs maybe it's it's Hmm. not it's it's a little the guy who runs the that mod he built a site just to host it and it's just getting hammered it took me about 20 minutes to download it but it was worth the wait
1: (laughs) yeah i don't think it brings in its own textures or anything john not like um it just makes everything in that game look much better. He
0: has a link for so the N B series stuff that makes all the lighting look awesome. And then there are links for certain texture packs, like, uh, like all the foliage is updated with one of his texture packs. There's HD roads. There's a way to change the paint on the cars so it looks more metallic, but it involved me editing some file in the game directory, and I didn't feel like screwing up with that. So I just left it yeah. alone. But it's it definitely if you haven't played GTA 4 in a while, I'd never finished it actually. So I'm, I think I'm going to try and play through a big hunk of it. Uh, it makes it look way better on a modern PC. Um, other than that, we played what we oh, we played Ollie Ollie this week. That was pretty awesome. If you guys, that game looks so sweet. It is, I must say, It is, like the perfect amount. I think you said something like Tony Hawk meets Bit Trip Runner, and that's it is Tony Hawk. Yeah, it's about the He's
1: best Bit description you
2: could put on it. Uh, that is an interesting description
1: it's it's 2d so it's like a scroller like bit trip but you're doing skate tricks and you have like challenges per level that you have to beat so you know how you had to beat certain amounts of challenges per tony hawk level and then the next level would unlock Yep, it's like that it's that kind of thing yeah but the controls so so
0: the the unique thing about it is it controls kind of like the skate series of games where all your tricks are mapped to the to the joystick and then every time you land or transition into a new trick you have to hit a to stick the landing or you fail and it dies and Ends your combo. So there's literally a run, and I think it's the port levels, that it's like, if you can do this entire level in one long trick sequence, it gets you like an achievement, and it unlocks the next level. So I played that level like 10 times, just to never hit the ground, just grind to grind to grind, grind with tricks in between. And then you rack up like a 200,000 point combo, and it feels super awesome to do.
1: Nice. Nice. And you did play, and we can now talk about this, The Crew. Yes, we
0: played The Crew. <clears throat> that game Looks is... so good. That I was excited for that game when they announced it, and I really now that I've played it, it's it scratches the Need for Speed Underground itch that I have been looking to scratch for about a decade at this point. You and a lot of people (laughs) at this point, the car customization is pretty in depth, you can get parts from winning races like you could in Underground 2. Uh, the controls feel good. You can drive basically from one end of the country to the next, and it's truncated, but like uh, Polygon even posted a video, I think, that said you can get from like Miami to Los Angeles in 40 minutes is how long it takes in actual real time. and it's
1: Which is totally not true, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. That... It's way longer. It's way longer than 40 minutes. It took Let me 40 tell you
0: that right to get from Detroit <laughs> to Vegas. uh. Yeah, and it, it, there's no loading screens. Like, you start in a city and go, hey, I want to go to the other coast, and it just seamlessly loads the game as you drive. The only time there's loading screens is if you're hopping into a race or into, like, a garage, and even then there's, like, what, four, three seconds and you're you're back up and running.
1: Yeah, and that's just because it's putting you in, like, a build menu. Right. Like, it's essentially when you're in the garage or the car dealer, you're just in a menu screen. So that's why it loads into that. But otherwise, in in the game itself, you will never see a loading screen.
2: I don't know what uh-huh. it is about games like that, like driving games, where you can just drive. I, I, for mm-hmm. some reason, I loved Driver back on the PlayStation. and then Well,
1: this was made by the Driver San Francisco guys. Oh, really? So.
2: I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, like, that's why, that's one of the big reasons i really liked grand theft auto when you know when those various grand theft autos came out because i just i really like driving around not necessarily racing but just driving mm-hmm. and, and seeing stuff and having it modeled after the u.s mm-hmm. is really cool can you like drive to the grand canyon and shit like does that stuff actually exist yeah in the game? so yep.
1: so arbo and i uh hex played it a bit but arbo and i beat every mission and then played it also for like six more hours of just driving on top of that. Um, cause we were able to make our own crew and actually make that work. Um, so we did drive, we drove from Detroit to Lake Tahoe, circled around Lake Tahoe, then drove into San Francisco and then took the one down the coast to LA. (laughs) Like this is all you can do all of this. Um, this was like 90 minutes worth of driving cause we were actually like staying on the roads and stuff. Um, if you had rally spec, you could, as the crow flies through a lot of this, a lot of back country. Um, but then we, uh, we left LA and went <coughs> out through the grand Canyon, John drove through the whole grand Canyon and then went down to meteor crater and, uh, the big crater in Arizona, which is in the game. And we, uh, we drove around there and there's ramps set up in meteor crater (laughs) so you can do a bunch of jumps inside the crater and shit so yeah uh all that stuff's in there um it took us from like i don't know that was like an hour and a half of driving like doing that big sort of ring trip um depending on how straight the roads are if so cards can really be customized as hex was saying uh but per car, so we don't know how many cars are going to be in the final version. There were only 14 you could buy in the beta. There's only two towns worth of missions available, too, in the beta. Um, and that was at least three or four hours of, of gameplay, really. Um, so there were only 14 cars available. Each car in the game has five specs that you can put it in. So let's say you buy a Mustang starting out. You then unlock specs for it. So there's dirt spec which is like pretty good on street and on dirt. There's street spec, which is kind of the one you're going to be using most of the time. There's uh, raid spec, which is just straight up like Baja Rally um, type stuff. There's uh, race, because there are actual race tracks in the game, if you're into that. Laguna Seca's in it. Oh, I didn't know um, Laguna Seca
0: was in it. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, we went and played it. Uh, it is not as accurate as a game where you would just be playing tracks like Forza would be. Let me just say that straight out. like The corkscrew in Laguna Seca, which is a famous curve, um, the elevation's all fucked up compared to what it is in reality or what it is in any other game. Like, um, But there will be challenges on there. The other thing, Brandon, if you're driving from somewhere, there's challenges on the way, that was even the if you're just bar. driving. That's awesome. So you can just, like, <clears throat> there will be jumps that will come up. There will be, like, slalom challenges. These are just randomly in the road. You can choose to do them or not um no loading screens again it's just gonna
0: that was seriously i think my favorite part of that game is i was just cruising through detroit and all of a sudden it was like hey take this jump right here and it turns on a mission as soon as you touch this little like it was like a little blue circle on the road and then you just fling your car as far as you possibly can it's like all right you got so far gold medal go and then it just sticks you back into the game it's just those little distractions for oh well it's gonna take a while to drive from here to here so let's do this long course on the highway or let's do some jumps to kind of end that just yeah. boring drive. But you can fast travel. If you don't want to drive across the country, yeah. you can just jump from one state or, to the next.
1: Or if your buddy's in LA, you can just fast travel to LA. As long as you've discovered it. Like the first time you go to LA, unless a mission brings you there, you, you gotta drive it. You, I mean you could come right into the game in Detroit in the beginning, and after you do the first intro quest, you can just drive to LA right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't really want to technically because there'd be nothing for you to do there except for the because a lot of the road challenges are also gated by level. And you can only get, so your driver has a level and they only allowed you to get up to level 10 in the beta. And then your car has a level too, depending on what parts you put on it. Um, The parts you win from all the challenges. So if you do really good, you get a gold level part, which will have like, you know, maybe a better engine, but it also will provide a bonus to acceleration too. Whereas the bronze part might only just be a regular better engine. so it gives you incentive to also, if you are a completionist and you want to go gold everything, I mean, it's, it's going to be a while, but, <laughs> but you could definitely do it uh, if you wanted to. Yeah, because There's
0: hundreds and hundreds of missions. Well, and then on top of that, if you want to do, like, let's say you just want to do the driving aspect. Like, Brandon, you said you're not necessarily big into racing. Every town has these spots you can find called monuments where it's like, hey, you, just, you drive around, you find the monument, and then it gives you, like, a cutscene of
1: part of that
0: city drawn really yeah, it's, well. It's, so if you just like want to drive, a, it's
1: really yeah. fun. It's like a neighborhood, a famous neighborhood in a city, or like Mount Rushmore has like a monument thing, or like, but there's tons of them, like various points of interest around Detroit. <clears throat> um,
2: that's really cool. I, I, like, I like just the, the, the idea of exploring with a friend or two as you drive. I think yeah. that's, I mean, as long as the content <laughs> is there, I feel like that's, that's worth the money. Even if I don't play it much past, you know, just like exploring the cities for a little bit, doing some of the quests. I mean, I can get I can get a lot of enjoyment out of that.
1: A lot of people in uh, in chat were just like, I could see coming home after a hard day at work and then just driving, <laughs> just driving the yes. crew for a bit just to relax. Like, um, a, a lot of people were saying that. I could see it too. It's it's pretty fun. Yeah, it was really um, good. I was glad
0: I got a beta key. Thank you, Rocco, for giving me his.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, again, lots of promises, but the fact that I've gotten to play the game now makes me a lot more confident in it although the crew a lot of systems were not functioning how they will function in the final version that's for sure oh
0: yeah i had turned sli off just to play the game
1: yeah like that it was locked at 30 fps in the most shoddy way ever like there was a thing in my documents that even people who aren't used to editing stuff you just open it and it's just basically called the crew settings basically yeah. <laughs> in documents and you just change the 30 to 60 and it's 60 fps see when i did and that, it doesn't do anything detrimental to your game when, it, when so. i did that it broke my game oh yeah started shit and as soon as i
0: put it back it was fine still yeah. even if, i mean it felt kind of like driving through molasses at 30 but it was so much
2: fun i didn't care um that's a game i want to play at 144 yeah you're on ubisoft yeah. <laughs> the,
1: if you like need for speed underground if you like that feel of a game this is not forza motorsport no. this is not gran turismo so if you're looking for ultra realism get iRacing or wait for Project Cars. Like, that is what you want. Yeah, it looks if you want fun, arcade ridiculousness uh, a lot of the time, like some of the physics shit in that game. I got hit by a train, and I flew, like, into another city, dude. I flew so <laughs> far. Like, it was ridiculous. It's one way um, to get there. But you have, like, perks you can level up for, like, better braking, better acceleration. So your driver has, like, perks, aka talent points. It's very RPG. Yeah. Like, it's very RPG. And then each car has the five specs, and each spec has its own parts to unlock. So if you're into all that kind of stuff, like... You are going to be very much at home with this game. I think so far, I mean, so far it's a buy for me. Yeah, it's the it's the best
0: Need for Speed game that has been made in a long goddamn time. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: you play anything else?
0: Uh, no, I think that was pretty much it this week.
1: Alrighty, John,
4: Army. Open America's Army. Some WoW. Some Hearthstone. Obviously played through Curse of Naxxramas. A few games of League of Legends here and there. Some Counter Strike.
2: Been playing. Is lots. this a new
1: America's Army game? It's
2: like or is it's this newer. I think it's what made. No, it is, the one that no, is new. Yeah, it's it's the same one of, that they've had <laughs> out for like a year, sort of in beta. I think it's still in beta. Chaz was it playing is, this yeah. last year. Yeah, it's really it's good. Still in beta. I do yeah, recommend A bunch it. of us.
3: It's a bunch of us played it for like a little bit.
2: It, What's it called? What America's Army Proving, 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 Proving Grounds. It's on
1: Oh, it's a beta.
3: Yeah, it's
4: really good. So it's a oh, bit slow, okay. but I mean, it might not be for everybody. But I kind of enjoy thinking about it and then killing people and realizing I'm just smarter than they are.
1: Okay, I see. That's yeah, what this what is what serial killer says. <laughs> no, it's very yeah. I played this with uh Steve from Newegg and Ches last year. Yeah, You've I should been, probably download like
2: it. The the regular sites have huge sway. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely the most realistic game you'll find, I I think, out there right now, as far as mm-hmm. first person shooters go.
1: Uh, question about the crew from Jack Killer Bob is every town or city in their crew? No, you make your own crew out of like Steam friends, or in this place, fucking Uplay. Um, that is the one big downside to this game, at least in beta. So, <laughs> fuck Uplay, it's so bad. Ugh, I don't need four fucking clients open. That's actually by the why way. I
2: didn't play in the beta. I had a key, and I was like, oh wait, I would have to download Uplay to pl- to play it. Sorry.
1: Like. When I am sitting here with Steam Origin, fucking Blizzard's client, and Uplay Open just to play games that I want to play, something is wrong. What do you What do you think the uh,
3: just... like you said in beta at least? What do you really think the odds are that they're going to drop UPlay?
2: No, no, no. Well, no well, I, think, are, I think I think it there, will be available there are Ubisoft through Steam games that, that like it. Assassin's Creed, you open them through yeah. Steam, and then that somehow like opens a connection to UPlay. But I don't have right. to install UPlay. It's just it's still. To be clear, it's still incredibly stupid. But was, at least yeah, I don't awesome. have to install the actual. Yeah. Well,
1: like as the well. beta was the beta was not redeemable through Steam. The beta right. was running through yeah, So that you was, play only. Cool. What was really funny is U play was crashing constantly. Mm-hmm. Like while you were playing it, the game would be fine, but U play would crash out. Yeah, that happened several <laughs> times. So um But like when I've you know, I've got Battlefield Four, admittedly is the only thing I have on Origin installed. But I've got four clients i gotta have open just to play video games it's ridiculous league of legends Uh, the smite launcher (laughs) that about it john some america's army
2: yeah that's about it
1: Alrighty, blah uh
3: play through next ramus beat it in the first day because i'm a terrible employee um because i did that (laughs) at work um Been playing a little bit of Counter Strike, uh, usually in the after hours at work uh, when I'm kind of done for the day because it's Counter Strike is still crashing my computer and I don't know why. Um, and I've been playing a lot of melee at the office. Uh, anybody who watched the um, the Twitch office melee tournament, I actually placed second, which was considered a huge upset, and it is way better than what I expected to place in that tournament. Uh, we have we actually have a lot of really good melee players in the Twitch offices, like. Not, like, competitive level good, but, like, better than you would expect. Bobby's um, competitive level good. Yeah, no, Bobby, our, our only, like, really competitive guy is Bobby Scar. Um, and he's he's really, really good at the game, but he very rarely plays with us plebes because one thing that's known about Melee is if you play with people worse than you, you're going to get worse. So you always need to play with people on your level or better in order to improve at all. So um, that's that's been me playing a lot of Melee. And then actually right before the cast... Uh, and in between the cast and the tournament that we just ran for um, Shadow uh, or for um, uh, Net Play uh, Project M, I played a little bit of Net Play Project M with some <laughs> of the guys who were in the tournament. These guys have been playing for like maybe three a weeks, month. like th- <laughs> yeah. three weeks to a month, and I w- I lost once. So y'all bad. Uh, get on my level. Um, that's pretty much it.
1: All right. Well. I have been playing a lot of the crew, played a lot of that this week. I got back into Dark Souls 2, started another, I made uh, Toilet Muscles, the bandit, she's a, she's a beast. Um, Found this sword, the Murakama, which I I don't know, I have the DLC, that's why I started playing again, but I did not have a save at the point at which you can get into the DLC, Um, so I was like, well, I might as well go kill the rotten again, so that... I have I have a PS3 save at the DLC, but not not one on PC. Um, Murakama is a badass weapon, by the way, and it's uh, I don't know if it came in with the DLC though. Someone in chat can maybe correct me, but it's uh, it's like the the Uchi Katana of Dark Souls Two, but without the bleed. It just hits like a truck, is all it does. Um, it's this big blue katana looking thing, um, and it's just in the basement of the house. In the, in, in Majula, the, uh, the map house where that skeleton comes up.
2: I think Bond oh, yeah. knows what
1: I'm talking about. Yeah, it's in the chest back there. Really? Just, it, yeah, this was DLC you said? I think maybe it came in, it didn't come in with the DLC. I'm being told. I thought it did because I, I swear I've gotten in that chest before yeah. and never noticed that I got a weapon out of it. <laughs> right, <laughs> if right. I did. But it's a monster, man. And it can be upgraded fully like 10 levels or whatever. And, um, It's vanilla, okay. So there you go. It's always been in there, but it's a monster. Try it out sometime if you play again. Oh, oh, Murakuma,
3: that's right. I I forgot. it's been so long since I played. It's that giant, like curved two-handed sword, right? Yeah, it's like a it's like a dex and strength combo.
1: It's yeah, it's really yeah. The By the way, the dex scaling in that game is horrendous. Yeah, it's not Um, nearly as good. (laughs) Uh, but um, yeah, I played that. uh, Played a lot of WoW this week, a ton, because I'm trying to level. I want to get my Paladin to 90, like, the regular way. And then I'm going to get my Shaman to 60 and boost the Shaman to 90 with full professions. Um, oh. Every day they put something different in that chest up until the DLC. Oh, okay. Oh. That's cool. Okay.
3: That's very cool. Oh, I know that it's I'm, blue now. I know All the is right. available somewhere else. I think you buy it off of, like, maybe the, that weird, like, half-bird huh. blacksmith. It's like, Rah! it's like, kill me, please, that thing. I think I think you buy it off of that. So,
1: um, yeah. So I've been playing good chunk of Dark Souls two, some CS:GO, lots and lots of WoW though. Like even off stream, just tons of WoW this week. And uh, of course, snacks and the crew. I mean, the crew just made me want to play more of the crew, but then I was out of quests to do because <laughs> beta. So, um, but. We also put some build guides out on the website. Brandon wasn't here last week, so I didn't discuss them. They came out last week uh, on the website. The July 2014 builds, you guys have been clamoring for them as we missed uh, June. But we were waiting. We were waiting for uh, the new Intel chips to actually come out and be available. And they were. Um, Basic things that changed. We upgraded a little bit on the 500, I think. Yeah, we got we got twenty one thirty three speed RAM in the five hundred build. Despite RAM, RAM makes no fucking sense if you're building a, a PC right now. We managed to fit twenty one thirty three speed RAM in the five hundred dollar build,
2: but it's it's, like, it's silly. The RAM pri- RAM prices don't make sense <laughs> at all right now. Nope. Sometimes you'll find twenty one thirty three RAM on sale for for cheaper than like you know normal brand sixteen hundred or eighteen sixty six. It, i I don't understand it I really don't uh, but pretty much all the builds got better at this month because the we moved the starter from being a uh, an Ivy bridge processor to a Haswell processor Haswell. Um, so we moved that one in uh, you know to new architecture and then we moved all the other builds to the Haswell refresh the devil's canyon processors which are uh, are are awesome. I mean, you you should not buy an Ivy Bridge processor today. You should only, or I'm yeah. sorry, you should not buy a Haswell processor today. You should only be buying a, the new Devil's yeah. Canyon part. Forty
1: six ninety K, forty seven ninety K is what they're called. Yeah, if you're looking
2: like those those them. those two processors are honestly the only two processors you should be buying, unless you're buying super budget or something like maybe at five hundred. You like you could go AMD, or you could make other choices, but at anything like seven hundred plus. You should only mm-hmm. buy a 4690K or 4790K, even if you're spending four four grand. Like I really don't think you should buy extreme. You should buy a 4790K. It's it's that good, and <laughs> like if you need something more than that, you already know you need more than that for like a specific workload or or something. I don't know. Yeah, but
1: so we we also upgraded the video cards and not actually we stayed the same in the 500 in the 800. We got a uh, 270x asus direct cu2 cooler so that's a just a monster of a card um one of the best coolers out for that as well so you can really overclock it the 1300 we got a evga 770 4 gigabyte dual classified acx cooler yet again just monstrous card that you'll be able to push, uh, basically as far as you want there, and then we just build. went completely <laughs> nuts with the video card in the eighteen hundred build. We got a seven hundred dollar seven eighty Ti, uh, dual classified ACX cooler from EVGA with like a one point two gigahertz stock clock or something like that.
2: Well, but the cool um, thing about the like the eighteen hundred dollar build especially is that we still put an H one hundred I. We still put DDR twenty one thirty three RAM. We still have a two hundred forty gig SSD. I mean, like we're not we're not compromising on anything else. Like we didn't compromise on other things just to put that video card in. That is actually like a really well rounded build at eighteen hundred. Yeah.
1: So we also have an EVGA Supernova power supply in that one. Like Brandon and I both said when we put that build together, if I had eighteen hundred dollars and someone was forcing me to buy a PC with it right now, this is the build I would get, pretty much straight up, yeah. part for part. Like I, I wouldn't change anything. Um, the
2: one one thing uh, that I wanted to mention about like the five hundred dollar price point is uh, the the new Pentium chip is if you if you're comfortable with overclocking, that new Pentium chip is a killer. Budget gaming chip, um, but the reason that we did not choose that chip in the 500 is because we don't we we try not to count overclocking when it comes to these builds. So obviously we choose the the K chips, the unlocked chips, because it's yeah. always worth it to pay twenty dollars more on the chance that you might overclock or you might end up selling it to someone who wants to overclock. Um, mm-hmm. But like that Pentium chip is only useful if you're going to overclock it, um, and it overclocks really well. So if you're comfortable overclocking and you're, you're on a budget, um, definitely consider that Pentium chip because those overclocking yeah. the overclocking results they've gotten from that the the amount of the amount of juice that chip can can pull is crazy. Uh, but if you're you know if you're at 500, uh, you're pro, you're maybe newer to building or you know you you're just getting your feet wet with a with a an early budget build. Um, if you're not comfortable overclocking, stick with our guide.
1: Yeah. So that is it for what's been going on this week. We're going to take a two-minute commercial break and be back with some news. See you in a couple minutes. Nice, nice opening segment, mate. Just when you get that 144 hertz, ASUS goes and one-ups
2: everything. (laughs) No, actually, like, it use... is four
1: times more expensive. Yeah, it's so a, there is that.
2: It's interesting because I, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it in a second.
1: <laughs> John immediately tweeted, "I want two of these," <laughs> when I first linked that.
2: You know, I, I'm, I'm not as concerned with uh, like the resolution, but I'm, I think it's weird that they haven't released any monitors with G-Sync. The only monitor with G Sync is the is this Asus monitor, mm-hmm. but they sell with the it built on. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? They sell the G Sync module for two hundred dollars by itself. You talk about a way to not get your technology adopted. Sell sell the the module for the price of a new monitor.
0: Doesn't that module only work with certain monitors too?
2: Yeah, it That's only as, is, as far as I know, it only works with this Asus monitor,
1: and uh. AMD is making their own software based solution for it too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's why I, I thought I might hold out to get a G Sync monitor. But then I, you know, I'm, I just haven't seen any movement to actually put these modules into monitors and get them to a reasonable price. And I, I thought, well, I'll look, you know, I'll see what it costs to get a G Sync monitor just because why not? I already have an NVIDIA card. And I saw the module itself was $200 for me to just, to, for me to mod my monitor and put the module in it. It was gonna cost me at least two hundred dollars more. I was like, ah, no thanks.
1: <laughs> no thanks. Good lord. <clears throat> two hundred bones for a module. It works on the two it works on the twenty-four inch one and it works on this one. Well this one comes with it, obviously.
2: I just that's it. This,
1: that's it.
2: It's gonna be <laughs> so niche. I don't understand how they're I don't understand how they're gonna get any penetration with that.
1: So first thing we're gonna talk about is if you really want the most ridiculous monitor out there, it is now here, at least in Europe and Asia, very, very soon in the U S might actually be out by this point. Um, Oh no, September for North America. So no, um, but you could import one if you wanted to at an extreme premium, I would assume, uh, (laughs) the Asus ROG Swift PG two seven eight Q monitor has been released. It is a 144 Hertz monitor that is in 2560 by 1440 P resolution. Wow. Um, so, if you want complete insanity, it is like $800, I think, the equivalent of $800. Um, response time is listed as one millisecond. Uh, display port 1.2 only connection, but it has a USB 3 hub built in too. So, that's pretty nice. Um, wow, it is heavy as fuck.
2: 15, <laughs> 15 pounds. pounds. Holy crap.
1: Jesus. I will tell you right now, my 1440p monitor, which is an Asus, it is not 15 pounds. <laughs> I'll tell you that it's heavy, but it's not 15 pounds. Um, so if you want the best of the very best, that is probably well, what you want. All the
2: best of TN panels. I mean, it's yeah, not... yeah,
1: of course. I have the IPS 1440p and it's beautiful.
2: The you know one so thing beautiful. I one thing I saw and it kind of I I haven't seen this on a monitor before, but it apparently has a hotkey to put a crosshair overlay on the monitor. Yeah. And oh, I was I, I thought yeah, I I was I was telling John like that That's kind of that would be considered cheating in some games. That is
1: definitely (laughs) cheating in CS. That is definitely cheating in CS when you're no scoping with an op with that
2: thing. Well, and the the thing is, (laughs) I'm assuming that it's just overlaid into the monitor itself, meaning that it's not even it wouldn't even show up in recordings or demos or anything.
1: No, no, so that's
2: I've thought (laughs) it's
1: like your menu. I have thought that before.
2: That like I'm I wonder when a monitor will just have a crosshair. Built into the monitor, I guess this one does. So,
1: <laughs> Yep. So if you have more money than you know what to do with, grab a couple of these things. I'll tell you right now, you don't know the just like you don't know the power of 120 or 144 hertz until you see it. You don't know the power of 1440p until you have it. It's so nice. Um, but the thing is, to yeah. run
2: to run a games consistently at 1440p mm-hmm. and 144 hertz. You're going to have to have an incredibly beefy rig. So, yeah, I
1: have a 7970, 6 gigabit, which means it was made for these high resolutions, more so. But it's an older card now, obviously. Um, however, <laughs> I was I, Tomb Raider on Ultra on that thing. Mine's only 60 hertz, obviously, but um, I was getting 30 to 40 FPS at 1440p with 6 gigabytes of video memory. <laughs> chugging along there to load textures and things for me but um yeah you're gonna need a monster probably sli for something like battlefield 4 yeah like um you're gonna need a monster pc to run it but i I feel like aj's probably gonna get one (laughs) (laughs) like pretty soon um so yeah it's there if you want it (laughs) um there was a very cool story that came out uh, on The Verge, actually, not even technically a gaming website, but um, there's a channel that like does really behind the scenes Valve stuff. Forget the name of the channel here. Um, Valve Time is the name of the channel, but they put out a video on Valve's MMO from before Half Life that got shelved due to Half Life. It was called Prospero. Um, I urge you to go check it out. The link will be in the audio download post for this podcast i'll throw it in chat too if people want to take a look um basically they ended up canceling this because half-life took on a much bigger scope than they had originally planned they had half-life and this in development simultaneously at one point and uh <clears throat> it had like a bunch of worlds that sounded more like game lobbies would be now or like if you've played Minecraft on a, on a big server and there's like multiplayer lobbies for like hunger games and stuff, that sounded like how this was going to work, but back in 1998. Um, so valve was already trying to do crazy ambitious stuff. Um, they also were planning a steam like system for it where you could download maps and things for the game. Um, and like battleground type places. Um, where you would do it, though, through this, like, external client. It's crazy, because you think of Steam is so ubiquitous now, and that was, what, you know, 16 years ago. And Valve was already working (laughs) on bringing that stuff to life. And then this got shelved. Not that Half-Life was a bad thing to shelve it for, but um, Valve said they are never... that. Someone reached out for comment from Valve, and they said, well, we're technically never done with anything. So, like, we still have all the Prospero stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
3: it's just really ancient and sounds like a really bad breakfast cereal
1: the uh the quote in the video was basically like we we just take our time and we get around to stuff when we get around to it like we're never done with it and it but it was pure valve like you know basically what it says is like yeah there is half-life three when we get to it <laughs> it's like basically how valve looks at it it's like we're working on this project right now and that's just what we focus on my guess and then, my guess know... with
4: that is that the new that the new source engine ended up you know coming along faster than they'd anticipated and they're just waiting to mm-hmm. put it on that that's that would be my
1: guess yeah yeah so but prospero i mean prospero isn't going to come back as as any sort of thing but all a lot of ideas they had for um for half-life for that whole universe and eventually for steam six years later when steam actually came out um we're all in this game this mmo they even had a female lead character in there who to me looked a little like a even Chell kind of you know from portal look to her um so a lot of these influences it's very cool the video is about 11 minutes long i would highly check it out especially if you're interested in the history of pc games or um what valve has done or how big they even thought back in 1998 when the only the only mmo at that point really was ultima <laughs> ultima online Is that the if AOC it was even at that point too was it, it might have been actually but very limited stuff was was available back then starcraft came out in 1998 oh god um, i'm old so uh but yeah go check it out it's very cool um that valve time channel seems interesting especially if you're into that stuff um next here you can spam your master race emotes the pc gaming market is maintaining a sizable sales lead over the console market little feather in the cap there (laughs) um to be fair though it does count basically all pc sales and or hardware so, <laughs>
4: the Steam sales—the reason market. that that's the case. I mean, there's no way around it. That's just <laughs> well, this
1: out. includes like hardware sales and everything. So, um, twenty one point five billion dollar market. It's dead though, or it was a few years ago. Um, no,
0: it's dead. Nobody plays games on PC anymore.
1: <laughs> so, uh, you can go check that out. But PC market is doing well. We like to highlight it when it comes up. Uh, Cliffy B did it in. Ex- well, not extensive interview really with PC Gamer, but he did an interview with PC Gamer um, about Project Project Booth Week, uh, Project Blue Streak, his new arena shooter. Um, he basically said he uh, he said a, a few interesting things in here. One of these I liked was I looked at the platforms planned. He's talking about um, Battleborn, the new MOBA shooter thing from Gearbox, and he says I looked at the platforms battleborn is planned for and it's pc xbox one playstation 4 a lot of developers intelligently do that to mitigate risk with sales i get that and respect that but there's a little bit lost when you're not laser focused on developing a project specifically for one platform initially to kind of maximize what that product is best at he just said what we say about every game that isn't specifically like developers can sit there till they're blue in the face and a lot of them do and say the the versions are identical. It didn't, you know, hurt our resources to put this out for six platforms. Well, absolutely, Cliffy B knows what he's talking about. It absolutely, I mean, we know it does. You N- you user. even
4: look at a game. You oh. look at like a game like Call of Duty. Look at the PlayStation version of Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> like we thought the PC version was bad. It wasn't even close when you looked at the PlayStation version. That shit ran at legit fifteen FPS. It was terrible.
1: Yep. And it's, it's another reason why like a game like Battlefield 4, if that had been a PC-only game, obviously maybe their scope gets toned down, maybe their budget's smaller, but man, it would have just worked. <laughs> and that thing was broken on every platform it came out for. Um, <laughs> so
2: I think you also have... I mean, I think if you're making a PC-only game and you know, well, maybe this is less true now, but you know that your input device is going to be mouse and keyboard... I think there's definitely some there has to be some focus lost when you're talking about multi platform and having to adapt to different controllers. Just because controller and, and mouse and keyboard are so different that you have to think, okay, does this is this game going to play correctly with both control schemes? And right. and that answer is probably never a one hundred percent yes. It's like yes, it's good enough on one and like great on the other. I don't there are very few games where I think it's like a and excellent experience on both yeah yeah
1: Uh, another thing here that will make people who play quake or did play quake or enjoy halo very happy about what this new game may bring um he doesn't want this to play like uh you know iron sights twitch you're dead call of duty type lethality where there's no sort of you hardly ever have a drawn-out firefight in call of duty in other words or 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 Counter Strike actually for that matter. Usually someone's dead very quickly, <laughs> if two of you are facing up. Um, but Halo, he, he wants to have the, the dance as he calls it, like Quake and Halo.
3: Wolfenstein.
1: Um, and yeah, Wolfenstein, old Unreal used to Give me a um, headshot
4: sound though, please. Just a little dink. That's been missing <laughs> that's dink. been missing from FPS since Enemy Territory, and that's that's the most satisfying part of Enemy Territory to me,
2: was when you hear that mm-hmm. little dink from halfway across the map. <laughs> The hit sounds and then the dinks when it's headshots.
1: Yep. He says uh, he wants it where one person acquires another, starts opening up shots, and the other person is a shot at turning the table if they either find some health or a pickup or get lucky. He doesn't want snipers from a million miles away. He doesn't want any of that. Um, he wants it to be incredibly skill based and all that kind of stuff. So, um, And it sounds like the maps will be very much Quake or Unreal. Not the Unreal vehicle maps, but... Blake had you know, maps
4: in Unreal, but Unreal had, yeah. a, had a...
1: But that size is what I was saying. Yeah, those size of maps is what he's uh, what he's trying to do. So, um, hopefully hopefully it works out for him. You can check out the interview over on PC Gamer. It's actually really good. He has a lot of good things to say about PC gaming as well. He
2: apparently just opened um, a bar and restaurant too. Yeah, he did, <laughs> he did. in uh, North Carolina.
1: Yep. Probably in Raleigh. It's probably where they just go drink after.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was an interesting article to read there because he said, uh, you know, I've played games for so long and I kind of just saw they're just a bunch of systems that work together and figured, how do I apply that to a restaurant and did it?
1: Yep. So, speaking of Cliffy B's former company, Epic, Unreal Tournament is chugging along. They put out some videos and screenshots some level design. Uh, As they said they were going to be, they're being incredibly open about what they're working on and what is being done. I will say this, there's not that much that's super interesting other than maybe the scale of the level that they show as far as it being very much a Quake-type level size-wise. The lighting in that Unreal 4 engine... So good. Dear God. (laughs) I really hope... Like, obviously, they know how to use it best right now. So, I mean, they made the fucking engine. Um, If we start seeing games do even what is done in these art demos, essentially, in these uh, Unreal videos... Man, um, Unreal Four is gonna look incredible. It, uh, just these little videos. You even,
4: even if you look at the, like the lighting that Jared did in, in daylight, like yeah, I mean daylight doesn't look fantastic, but you can see little glimpses of what the engine's capable of just with lighting and like texturing and bump mapping and shit. Mm-hmm. It's really it's it, that engine is really robust. I think it's probably like the best they, is right now.
1: When they show this spaceport and they've got the uh, sort of track lighting on the uh, the bottom to like show, you know, kind of light up your pathway. And then they have it uh, mirrored in the, in the uh, sort of marble or metal floor there. Like, yes, other engines have done that in the past, but it really doesn't look as real as, like the lighting in this just looks real. It has a, has another quality about it compared to um, compared to previous engines. We'll have to see what, ha- what happens between this and IdTech tech six, which one looks better at its peak here? Because <laughs> they're going to be dueling for it, I think, now that Crytek has no money. Um, <laughs> so a few quick notes here on some game releases. Dragon Age Inquisition delayed until November. I believe it was originally coming out in September. Uh, that's been pushed back a couple months. So if you're into Dragon Age, you got to wait a little bit longer. Uh, the new Lord of the Rings game, Nick Fenton just perked up somewhere, <laughs> the Shadows of Mordor game that our buddy Rick Leslie worked on, uh, is coming out early. Coming out five days earlier than it was going to come out, which is odd, sort of. <laughs> um, no real reason given for why that is occurring, but. Um, uh. And Telltale has confirmed that there will be a season three of The Walking Dead, which That's having shocking. played through most of season, yeah, not shocking at all, but having played through most of season two, I don't know that I want to play more of The Walking Dead. Wow. <laughs> Season two is not that good. I've
3: I've heard um, it dropped just off the quality pretty hard.
1: It's just not. Um, they have failed to recreate the. They had a lot to live up to with season yeah, one. They be, did. Like, you,
4: that's that like what they did with the first game. Like it's just it's so hard. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that was incredible. I would have never played a game like that until I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get into it, and then completely in love with it by the end. So. Yeah, they had a lot to live up to.
2: Battlefield Hardline got delayed till 2015.
1: It did. That wasn't really news, though.
2: No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So I don't know why pre-ordered they why Battlefield they themselves Hardline.
2: that it was going to come out in 2014.
1: They're working on the single-player campaign, because we all know how those have been outside of Bad Company 2, how good those single-players have been for Battlefield games. Um, new releases this week Monday The Room not the movie son of a bitch Uh, the the mobile game game. this was a mobile hit um, actually and having played Year Walk this year and having heard everything I've heard about The Room I will definitely be picking this up Um, Year Walk was also a mobile port fucking phenomenal game Um, but The Room comes out tomorrow it's sort of a puzzle slash I don't even know if horror is the right word, but, um, you know, kind of creepy ambience in the room. Um, but that comes out July 28th, uh, Tuesday, big day,
2: day. the hype for Tuesday. I can't
1: even do this. I can't even do this. Firefall comes out Tuesday.
2: Not the biggest (sighs) release of that day.
1: No, definitely not. (laughs) Firefall comes out though. A game that was started six years ago has went like through four redesigns, run out of money, lost its main lead creator, and put a really fucking annoying thing in the PAX East <laughs> lobby. Um, we will never forgive best, you for that. They do
4: Mario. have the best booth carpet, though, man.
3: That is their booth carpet. It's top-notch, sure. dude. Well played on the booth carpet, man.
1: Um, prepare to uh, see Firefall a bunch on Twitch, of course. I'm sure they'll blitz. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. I've tried that game three separate times. Same in three separate builds.
2: Yep. It's always awful and it was three separate games.
1: <laughs> yes, pretty much. Like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um <laughs> but the bigger release of Tuesday has to be Dude Pile Penis Physics Simulator. <laughs> Mount Your Friends. Yep. Coming to Steam finally. At, we we the day this got greenlighted we had a whole like thing on the show for this we are very excited the dongs in this game phenomenal oh,
0: they're, phenomenal
1: yeah. dong physics. rust
0: levels of dong
1: not quite rust levels because they're not naked dongs oh. they are in they are in like dude bikinis <laughs> <laughs> so you can see the shape like,
4: they're definitely dongs yeah yeah
1: they're yeah. definitely dongs um mount your friends it's basically quop <laughs> but you're trying to stack dudes <laughs> you're trying to stack dudes on one another by any means necessary and yes i believe it is multiplayer yeah, you and
0: your friends swap um, turns stacking dudes on one another that's the whole and game. let me
1: tell you i'm playing the walking dead on monday and you will want to tune in for that but tuesday mr hexadecimal here is doing a launch stream
0: damn right we are for mount
1: your friends
0: how can so we not we will
1: be yeah it, it is KVMod the game. It's like they made it for us. I still not convinced uh,
0: that Fat Attack didn't actually make this game. And uh, <laughs> just was like, well, I can't actually call it KVMod the game. So I'll just call it Dude Pile. We have that game. <laughs> Mount kind of your friends.
1: Look at those nipples, too. Good <laughs> God. And you're all mounting on top of a goat initially? Yes, a, pole, Which... a goat is on a pole, and then you have to get on the goat.
0: And there's like a... Look at the dong. There's a great scene in that little trailer where it's like <laughs> a guy's grape dong is trying to get as close to his buddy's face as humanly possible. And I was just like, ah, oh, we gotta play this game. We gotta play this game.
1: Oh my god, how much is it? Like, oh, it doesn't have a It's like a I, I think it's
0: gonna be like 10. I, if it's more than 10 bucks, I'll be really stunned
1: yeah so matt your friends
0: but you also still uh, buy it so it doesn't
4: really matter yeah it right. could be we're a 60 dollar de- game and you would buy that
1: i think we're gonna give away a couple copies as well because yeah. well, i mean we should
0: <laughs> i feel like uh, they watched the guys that developed this game watched the podcast a bunch of times and was like this could actually be hilarious
1: wait 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 the dude mans have names
0: oh man they do it's even better
1: they have names solid Okay. Fat so you can stack like brilliant. David
0: on
4: top of like Bernard and stuff? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Bernard is a bottom bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Um so yeah, Mount Your Friends, also Elite Dangerous, which is a new MMO type deal, space combat, um, that kind of thing. You can get it in beta off their website for seventy five dollars.
0: And there's so. a fifty dollar DLC add on option
1: as well. Yes. So you can pay one hundred and twenty-five dollars if you want. I have heard really good things about this game. To be to be fair to this game, but that is a really high price to entry for a beta.
0: Also, to be fair, is... I'm pretty sure that at one point there was only a hundred and twenty-five dollar option. Like you just paid that to get in, and they finally split it into. Well, maybe you just want the base game.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold up. This has just been pushed up another level. You can put your own faces on the dudes and mount your friends. Fuck, now I need early access to it so I can build the dudes. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> I'm, I eagerly await the highlights we're going to have from this game.
1: Good lord. Um, Wednesday, July 30th, Crypt of the Necrodancer. A game that's been getting a lot of play on Twitch. It's like a rhythm-based roguelike game. Dungeon crawler thing. And it's <laughs> super fun. This?
3: Yeah, I actually just got beta access. I've only played it once, uh, or I think it's actually technically an alpha. It's it's early anyway. Um, whatever the access I have, like they have a bunch of disclaimers. It's not a finished product. Blah blah blah. Which is crazy to me because it's actually really good. Like I haven't had a single problem so far. I'm sure there are some bugs here and there, but it's really polished. Like the the gameplay is really fluid. Um, and you, it's it's a very it's a very interesting sort of gameplay because. <sighs> You automatically attack anything that you come in range with, but it's a weird process figuring out how exactly enemies attack you, because every enemy has a pattern, or at Mm -hmm. least some sort of RNG that that it'll obey to the beat. So you kind of have to figure out when it's safe to approach enemies, because there is no button to attack. The only buttons in the game are the directional keys, because it's made to be played Mm -hmm. with a dance pad, so even like using items, you have to press a combination of keys um mm-hmm. so like drop a bomb is like left and down or something like that so um it's really interesting though it plays really well the music is incredible which is the most important part of it um the only thing i kind of Danny
1: danny baronowski did the music yeah. the guy who did the original isaac music
3: uh super meat boy um, i believe
1: mm-hmm. yes yeah. i think he might have yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. Meat boy.
3: and actually he he was the one that gave me a beta key um yeah. uh, eric erica uh, gaming uh put me in contact with him and we exchanged some banter, and he was like, "Here, have a have a code." So
1: he's friends with a uh, landlord who used to uh, mm-hmm. frequent our halls. He's making a game though, so he's not around much anymore.
3: Shout out <clears> to <throat> the landlord, but uh, yeah, super fun. The only like kind of annoying thing is like when you die, and you you're like, "Okay, I want to get back to the next level as quickly as possible because I want to make some progress," but you're limited to the speed of the beat. You can't move outside of the the beat of the song. So I think the the first level is like on a relatively slow tempo mm-hmm. so you're you feel and like the second or third level that maybe you died on is like a lot faster so there's that sudden like drop in, in speed and you're just like you're you get like a really good rhythm going on and then you're just kind of brought down to that but nature of the game yeah it's still really I'm, really I'm good i'm just
4: really excited to see new rhythm games coming out like rhythm games as a genre is so good like you have like yeah you have like pop and music beat mania guitar hero rock band like but it all just seemed to die because NeverSoft kind of milked rock band dry or oh, yeah. yeah. Guitar Everybody Hero got rather. of it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, they just Everybody they just milked Guitar Hero. It was like worse than what they've done with Call of Duty and what they did with Tony Hawk. So they were pumping I'm out, out three games
3: a year. It yeah, yeah. There was like was in horrible. one year there
4: was like World Tour, Rock the '80s, and like Aerosmith I mean, or something. something. It's like, like no, Beatles and yeah. rock band. Beatles, yeah. A rock but band. but to but to see to see like new styles of rhythm games coming out is really interesting to me because I like them and I'm really really good at rhythm games. That's probably the genre that I'm best at so I, i'm, I'm like, really you're a guitar
1: hero machine yeah
4: i'm really excited <laughs> to see what they do with them
3: yeah um so yeah it is really fun it's not exactly like a, a rhythm game because there's a lot more that goes into it than just playing rhythm but i mean osu is really big now too osu has been taking off on our site like more and more of osu was that game it's like it's very similar if anybody's ever played elite beat agents on the nintendo ds which is also a really fun rhythm game um they uh they it's basically the same thing. You just kind of like click these circles as they, the, a circle shrinks inside to a smaller circle. And then when they line up, you have to click, but it gets really intense, really high, high, fast pace, kind of crazy EDM music. And, um, what it used to be is league players would play it while they were waiting for competitive cues to, to pop. Cause those, <laughs> those cues take forever. So they would sit there and just play some Osu. It keeps your, keeps your fingers loose, keeps your, your reactions good. Uh, and now all of a sudden <laughs> there are just people on our site playing only Osu. Um, so that's some of them some of them are experience. like
4: ridiculous oh yeah like
3: absurdly good like these people who are not artists at all will go out and buy a drawing tablet because it's easier to play on a tablet than with a mouse that's how hardcore some <laughs> people play yeah play i play this.
4: i've i've tried the game before and i i bought ada a, a drawing tablet because she likes to do photo editing and stuff and i swap mm-hmm. that over to my desktop yeah. and play with that sometimes
1: nice good stuff last game L.A. Cops, which I just found before the cast started, is going into early access. It is a game about 70s cops in L.A. Um, and it's basically XCOM, but with 70s cops. <laughs>
0: this sounds
3: fantastic.
1: That is what it is. And I'm just like, well, I'm at first I was like, ah, ha 70s cops. Wait a minute, this is XCOM. <laughs> and now I'm kind of down with it. So L.A. Cops coming into early access uh, next Friday or this Friday. Uh, a few little cave mod news and notes that I forgot to mention. Uh like to welcome Mr. Matty Mouse, gonna be writing for the site, as he has a lot of industry contacts. Oh man, huge mistake. Um, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh how will he keep Fenske? up with our
2: normal torrent of content?
1: I know. I don't know what yeah, he's gonna do. <laughs> um hopefully he makes us. We up need a little new we need a
4: new large scale RPG to come out so we can get Blah to write something again.
1: I know, right? God, Skyrim mods, Skyrim mods. That's how we got blah. <laughs> um, and we're also got uh Fedsky and uh Titty Titty. Also, welcome to the stream team officially like editor access to the channel now for both those dudes. They tend to stream during the day with League of Legends and Dark Souls, but always make sure to check out uh slash schedule for so the schedule every week. We update it constantly with whoever's doing stuff. So uh, make sure you check there for all the streams. We're going to take another quick two-minute break, and then we'll be back with viewer questions. <clears throat> <laughs> Official foreign correspondent, yeah. <laughs> Upside-down correspondent, Matty Mouse. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm actually really enjoying leveling this mage.
1: What level are you now?
4: Um, 42.
1: Oh shit! You should queue with my shaman. That's right, the I'll answer. That.
4: Yeah, he was like level she's, twenty-five a day ago, so
1: she's forty-four,
4: forty-five. Oh, she catch heals though.
1: Yeah, she's got the heals going. I'm just gonna shaman get to healing, 60, AKA, and then I'll buy him to ninety. Aka riptide, riptide, and go AFK. <laughs> That's pretty much all you do in low-level dungeons. I'm
4: gonna get yeah. this. I'm gonna get this mage to sixty and bump him to ninety. Then I'm gonna get my monk to ninety, and then I'll have every class that I've ever wanted to play at ninety. So, though the though the temptation for a death knight is really strong, just because it's
0: so quick from fifty-five <laughs> to sixty. Yeah, yeah but then you have to go to that
1: fucking starting zone. They're op as shit.
0: I actually never uh-huh. even finished the starting zone for the death Knights. Cause it was so terrible. It's, it's it it, it, it wasn't
4: of... terrible when it first launched, like when it first launched, it was super cool heard... just because it was unique. And now it's just like, yeah. it's too much like the goblin, it's... the goblin and worgen starting areas are fucking phenomenal though. Yeah,
1: The death Knight zone could ha- get, get a little bit of a revamp. Like the yeah. story doesn't even matter anymore. All that shit's like, it's done with. Over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like,
3: how <laughs> are there still new death Knights? This doesn't make any sense
1: stop (laughs)
3: stop there weren't Um, even like that many death knights to begin with to make them like i mean it was cool to add them as a playable class but like lore wise it doesn't make any sense that there's this many death knights in the world because they were kind of rare but whatever
1: mount your fucking friends good lord hex get in touch with the devs (laughs) yeah
0: i really need i want to get a hold of this game now so i can put all the emote faces on uh on the users or on the on that the dudes to
1: pretty awesome. Please make a
3: dance game. <laughs> please. It's like dan's game dance gaming just has my favorite emote, my favorite global global emote. power
0: Powerhoop keeps tweeting about crawl and I have it sitting here and it's local multiplayer only and it's driving me insane. I want to play that game so badly.
3: Oh yeah, crawl looks so good. I just it, it needs net yeah, play. We'll play it. We'll couch it
0: up. It's excellent. It's every time that we have people over, I'm like, you guys, you're going to sit down and play Crawl Now because I only get to play with local people. And every time, like people that don't play video games are like, that game was fucking awesome. Can we play some more? Towerfall Ascension
3: <laughs> is the same exact way. Oh, yeah, that
0: was Tower great Fall on the couch stream. So
1: Towerfall good. is fantastic. It's phenomenal. I still did... I didn't cut the highlights of it yet, but we had so much hype, dude. It, gets, it was so good. It gets
3: so crazy and like everybody's at each other's throats about it. It's so good and it's only it's only local. It's so bad.
1: Sean yeah. is ridiculous at that game. Happy, oh, he yeah. Fall yeah,
3: he's amazing. He's, yeah, we have All right. We have a guy in our huh. office who's just like really good at it. He money matches yeah, he, people in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: pretty awesome. Yeah,
3: he has like, an entire list on a whiteboard of of his money matches and then what his odds are. He like he'll bet his $100 to your ten dollars that he will beat you in sub five. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, he's apparently really good at sub five on this. Michael
1: D. Michael D writing in. He he says, I have two questions. What game should I use to prepare myself for Air Force basic military training in a week? I've thought about Counter-Strike, but there is no lean and ADS. I do know how to ta- to use I do know to use tactical crouch the entire two months in training. <laughs> You can uh, uh so what games? Uh mount your friends, obviously. Call ghosts. Um <laughs> I think you're muted, Brandon.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Mount
4: your friends will show but... you how to get kicked out of the army. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You were trying to leave. No,
3: actually actually <laughs> actually they revoked that. You can serve in the I army. Know, now. But...
2: Well, but maybe mount your friends shows you how to, you know, how to mount them in in a, you know, in a in subtle ways.
1: <laughs> mount your friends will <laughs> prepare you them. for hazing. It will also prepare you for having to get your comrades together to get over a large wall or something. Yeah, that's true. Go. I mean, if
3: you guys ever, just
1: oh, 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 glue oh. your hands to each other's <laughs> hands <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and use a goat as the base. Yeah. I uh, um, I personally
3: recommend Star Fox if you're joining the Air Force because it's, it's very realistic. It's incredibly realistic. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't use the boost world to get world through, you're going to time die rate as well. So.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, Strike Vector. Play a lot of Strike Vector as well. The the yeah. planes transform also into robots in the Air Force, right?
2: Just play some. American I think Army. so. Yeah, I, mean, I think you get a sweet icon next to your name if you're actually in <laughs> in the military.
1: He get some in-game swag.
0: Um, <laughs> for signing up for the army.
1: <laughs> for signing up to get for, shot at. For you get choosing, for some, for choosing my God, your dude.
2: career in the military, you get some in-game swag. <laughs>
3: you get a custom <laughs> we, avatar. We could win all of these wars overnight. We just did a tie-in hat for TF2. We would be done.
1: <laughs> Gamify your career. God damn it. Um, yeah, I mean, none, really? Arma? Maybe? <laughs> Arma's not bad. If you were in a hardcore Arma clan, you might actually get some real military strategy out of that. But it
2: teaches you how to sit still for a long period of time.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you can try um the War Z to prepare you for a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Infestation Survivor Stories.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can try the binding of Isaac in case you're ever trapped in some insurgent's basement. Yeah. Um, you need to get out using only your tears. <laughs> um, it's very effective for a small child. I'm sure you can do it as well. There you uh.
0: <laughs> you uh, see first... him with his face pressed against the wall crying to try and make his tears erode his prison cell. What the fuck? It's the worst <laughs> advice ever. Just cry a lot. You'll get out of
3: insurgency
0: capture.
1: <laughs> just cry a lot. You'll be good. You'll be fine, dude.
3: Uh, you can try goat simulator. I know there's a lot of goats over there. That's my knowledge, <laughs> a lot of goat farmers. Um, hey, I like. Think... Listen,
1: your goats can skateboard, right? Cause mine can I think most most goats America. are capable of
3: skateboarding. It's just a matter of teaching them.
2: Well, listen, you need to be prepared for goat skateboarding. <laughs> oh, definitely you don't have that
3: <laughs> goat-scape, it's the honest. chair
1: force anyway he's not going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> Chat, the, the chair, chair force um i missed that part he has, he has a second question here he's gonna buy a new gaming computer he wants a laptop so he wants to ship it all the time when he moves price range is four grand if you have, Yo! if you have
2: four grand you get whatever you want
1: why are yeah. you joining
4: the military
1: but what do Why he don't wants you just is...
4: buy a high-end gaming laptop for every destination you could possibly? <laughs> <laughs> just like have one in every city,
2: strategically located throughout the world. That's a good point. You could you could buy yeah. five of our eight hundred dollar builds.
1: He wants to know though which brands are good for gaming laptops.
4: Oh, oh nice. finish this because it's great.
1: Uh, brands like Alienware and Razer, maybe an iPad Mini. Do that. <laughs> iPad um, is a strong choice. Actually, actually, the newest version of the Razer Blade is fucking phenomenal, from what I've heard. It kind of depends. Um,
2: it depends on if you're okay having a really heavy laptop, or if you if it really is going to be portable. Because the Blade is probably a good choice if if you care about portability. But otherwise, like if you actually want a great gaming laptop, you can get yourself you know a twenty five a twenty five pound seventeen inch laptop that'll that'll right. run everything at a really it, nice. Asus
1: rate. has SLI laptops yep. so i mean you can get like yeah <laughs> uh pro star, pro star is, is another good. falcon northwest at that price
2: point is good yeah Razorblade. Um, yep
1: yeah I, you've got the money for a pretty, four thousand is actually probably a lot more than even the highest and no, it's you, probably good. no
2: you can definitely push four grand really? with the laptop okay. but but that's the thing is if you're looking for something portable there's a there's a ceiling at which they can fit that hardware in and keep the weight down so it kind of just depends on if you're willing to carry. I mean, you can ask John what carrying a 20-pound laptop around is like. It's not. Laptop's it's not... like
4: 23 pounds. It has, I think it has two 560Ms or whatever. Jesus
1: Christ.
2: Yeah, you pay a price. <laughs> um,
1: he ends in email. I also love the podcast. I've listened to every one since you bro started, which, by the way, was three years ago last week. I figured this out. Three years to the day of the last podcast. Um, episode one. July 20th, 2011. So uh, 10 out of 10 would un block again. Thank you very much. Good guy. Um, Next question. Read it exactly like someone who probably
2: should go in the Air Force.
1: I'm going to desperately try to read this as it is. Hardballer25 tweets: We do some people like the Red Popsies classes. And other like blue, I like purple, so am I strange.
2: Yes, yes. I'm not You're sure if the voice inflection was right, but who knows.
3: I, he, now, to clarify, he was asking about popsicles and people's preferred flavors. No,
2: no, no, no. If you read the question again, he is asking about pop, pop-sless. P- less pop
1: Okay. Popsis. I think I'm maybe gonna...
2: that maybe you read that like isosceles, like pops popsosceles. Pop, pop, pops- slas- pop Popsosceles
1: triangles. I, I don't uh...
2: You are strange, hardballer. That's
0: just what it comes down to. Yes, answer. Speaking, the answer are you is pretty pretty a shut accurate. up hardballer.
1: <laughs> I just love the beginning. We do some people like <laughs>
2: It's like he's just <laughs> randomly hitting keys on his phone and it's it's trying desperately to auto correct it to something that makes sense. That's the oh. best explanation I've ever heard of how he types that. His
0: autocorrect is just against him. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. clears throat> so I get I mean, I don't know that you're strange leaves. for
2: liking that color popsicle, but you are strange, so yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are just flat out strange. Um This next question from Aaron Zero Four One Five. I'm gonna read it as is. Which is very important. It's very important that you get your spacing correctly, people. Brandon Wheelproof read I, your tweet. I have been informed of a missing Barkley B. Cool times. <laughs> My dog's name is Barkley. He may be on the run. Who should I contact? <laughs> that was the perfect way to read that tweet. <laughs> um, you want to contact Coors Light, first of all, because... I mean he worked for them. Um so I mean well, your I don't dog Barkley B Coors Light. cool
2: times works for Coors life but I don't Barkley know B who Barkley B is This is <laughs> this, he just this, that's it's cool that it, that Barkley B is missing.
4: Is that Charles Barkley's like nickname? <laughs> because he's probably Bar- because me. because Charles Barkley's probably still locked away after losing to a girl 5 foot nothing blocked his shot.
1: Wow. Wow dude. (laughs) Get pooped on Charles. He also can't golf for shit. Best swing though ever. Block my (laughs) shot. I've been informed of a missing Barkley B. Cool times.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's in chat.
1: Damn it. My autocorrect fucked me over. <laughs>
2: if you haven't learned by now, it we read the questions as they as they are.
1: Oh, contact your local animal shelter though seriously, because I mean, if this was Barkley, it'd be cool times. Yeah, slippers, the, all the
2: sunglasses. Yeah, Not I'm in, <laughs>
1: there's not many of them he's so fucking cool though He might,
3: as much as you might think that would be a highly desirable adoption trait uh, some people find the fact that they can't read his eyes off-putting the sunglasses block his intentions
2: he's very also, shady also like you may want to just ask your police department because they may have brought him in for questioning
1: <laughs> he's trying this dog that picture is too good it's him on the course light train. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which is going 27,000 miles an hour, of course. Silver <laughs> no bullet. Why? <laughs> so, so, where's Dun- it's going straight to Dunkus' mouth right now. Um, all right, next question. And this one I thought said something different than it did, and it was better that way. Etch Sketch asks If you go on a vacation to an exotic location, would you just sit in one place? And watch anime all day. Um, Probably no, no. That would I don't. But exotic button. vacation. I thought initially this was if you go on a vacation to an exotic lotion, <laughs> you just sit in one place and watch anime all day. Yes, and in absolutely. that case, yeah. I mean, if I've got some exotic lotion and some waifus,
3: <laughs> look out.
1: The day is already planned.
3: It's be you know, lining up the waifus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah i just wanted to read that because lotion um at winced eight with a finally a re- legitimate real question <laughs> what cherry switches do the mod people use which would you recommend i use reds i don't know what i'd recommend i
4: use blue but i'd probably recommend browns if you're just like it's your first mechanical because blues are a little bit clicky, and a lot of people don't realize how loud they are until they regret purchasing them because they're too loud. I,
3: yeah. I think mine are blues. I have a K70. Does anybody know? Okay, if you have a K70, those...
2: wait. If you're my, the one typing I... right now that I hear in the background, then yes, you have blues.
1: No. I have a K70 as well, it's, and they're reds. But mine, my work PC. They make them, they make them indifferent. Your work yeah, PC are uh,
2: blues, Nick. That's what I thought, yeah.
1: I use, yeah, they make them in different ones. I use blues. I think I blue,
2: blues I are too. really good for typing. That's, I, I, I actually use like a lot. Greens, but so, difficult to you
4: find.
1: Can, you can check out our review of the Corsair K70 on kbmod.com. It's um,
2: I would recommend, though, if you can, like, go to a Fry's or somewhere that actually ca- carries mechanical keyboard and, and try mm-hmm. them. It's really hard yeah. to explain which one you would like mm-hmm. best without just trying it.
4: It's also hard yeah.
2: to explain the difference having a keyboard that you like
1: Mhm. It's
2: it's, yeah. it's it's a life changing experience. Yeah. And the it's thing, so the thing with mechanicals really too. Is. At least, at least, what my experience with blues was that when I first got it, I I didn't like it because I had only ever used membrane keyboards, and it's so different from that that you have to get used to it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But now exactly. I would never go back.
0: Yeah. I have the yeah. the Monoprice Cherry MX Blue setup, and anything else that's not switches now feels like typing on mashed potatoes. It's terrible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is. I have, I have my old Logitech uh, G15 on my on my streaming PC, yeah. and I just like it's it's like my dipping so my hands. It was it's good for it, but know. it's like dipping my hands in garbage now. <laughs> <right> <laughs> no. it. It's just like, <laughs> it's so bad. Dipping my hands <laughs> in garbage. <laughs> <laughs> just soggy wet garbage. <laughs> <laughs> somehow has keyboard keys on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sean though, Sean is the real OG. Sean, but not heard in chat with the Model M swagger. Still school. rolling with the Model Gave M. Gave one
2: away for extra life.
1: Yep, yep. I think he's still got a couple. So Sean sticks with those. Last email. It's a long one. It has a real question though at the end. <laughs> um. Tom Z writes, (laughs) (laughs) Let me collect myself from just the beginning. Um, (laughs) Hail Twitler, you my comrades, and hello. I apologize (laughs) if my English is bad, as my first language is the so-called internet elite elite speak. (laughs) As such, I have recently defected from Mother 4chan, who have been fighting the Tumblr oppression to your great freedom land of America oh which isn't a place on the internet <laughs> but anyway after the horrible execution of flight Memehard 17 <laughs> hundreds of dank souls were lost as it killed hundreds of innocent memeing rusers including several copy researchers sent from reddit I decided to better adjust to your country by watching the entire series of *The King and Qu- King of Queens*, starring the hilarious and somewhat illustrious. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. This. I decided to better adjust to your country by watching the entire series of *The King of Queens*, starring the hilarious and somewhat illustrious porn star Kevin James. I like the hilarious. <laughs> quotes. Things I never want to see in porn include Kevin James.
3: (laughs) Disagree. (laughs) I love him.
1: My question to you, my newfound lensman, is what other hilarious situational comedies should I watch to better adapt to your American witticisms? And what would be the title of your own late early 90s? early 90s, early 2000s situational comedy after you you receive after years of your standing up comedy set in 2014. Dosvidanya and long live Mother 4 Sincerely, Zin6. Um, so basically, he's asking us what our favorite sitcoms were at one point or another.
2: So, a long way around to that question. Yeah. Good way to ask it um now. That's a good backstory, yeah, though. It,
1: Seinfeld, yep, an all timer
2: for me. Seinfeld anyway. is just the best show ever. There's no. Yeah, way I'm around just
0: it. now watching that, and it's really good. What? I was a kid, you need to watch. You
2: need to watch all of it. I know, yeah, but it's, but it's on. It's on thing. TBS about ten times a day. Yeah. So it's true. You could have watched all of <laughs> no it. No exaggeration.
1: Now. Yeah, um,
0: I watched a lot of Friends when I was a kid.
4: That is the highest grossing television show of all time. What friends? No, uh, Seinfeld. It made Jerry oh. Seinfeld eight hundred million dollars. So it
2: should. The writing, the writing is so good.
1: Yep, yep. It's amazing. Oh, Tyler Perry's Rap Game Policy is also a really good sitcom.
2: I would say it's required
1: Which... required viewing. If you haven't around. seen Tyler Perry's rap game policy, we produced it. Uh-oh. Short <laughs> run. We're still pitching it to multiple networks. We already have Wanda Sykes in as Beyonce. <laughs> Why we didn't try to get Beyonce to play Beyonce? I don't know. Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> as Lil Wayne. <laughs> um. <laughs> Steve Buscemi as Jimmy Carter. And uh, Dave Chappelle is Jay Z. Um, it's a great and wonderful si- sitcom about Jay Z and Jimmy Carter living together. So with Lil Wayne, um, so <laughs> it is without a doubt a show. <laughs> the quote from Time: um, Tyler Perry is history's greatest monster. <laughs> this <laughs> guy. Christ. Um. Oh, I remember when we came up with that We came, we took a whole stream and just came up with show ideas um, But uh, Trailer Park Boys Yeah uh,
3: Which actually takes place in Canada
1: Yeah So I don't know
3: how well that would serve your purposes It's fine
1: uh, <laughs> There's a reason works. for every situation so. so. Trailer cool. Park Boys um, I'm trying to think of other sitcoms I haven't watched any recent sitcoms at all Like none
2: the only one um, that I watch is The New Girl.
1: But, like, Arrested Development doesn't even count. It's not even a sitcom, really.
2: Well, he's asking what would be um, the title of our of our situational comedy. I was thinking, but none of us really have a last name that would work, like, as Seinfeld. Yeah, like yeah. Seinfeld.
1: Yeah.
2: See, that's um, a really unique name that seems to work, but... I don't know. <laughs> Johnson.
1: Yeah. Johnson's so generic, though. Yeah. Like i don't know i don't know man boy meets world thank you for bringing up boy meets world there is now a girl meets world mm-hmm. and with, i hear it's actually pretty good and i want to die um no, I've,
3: I've heard it's actually pretty good people were talking about it i haven't seen it yet but i'm amazed that people aren't just immediately crapping on it
1: Daisy loves it <laughs> i don't know why but he does um so yeah i would watch pc master race the show watch that um just be tons of fedoras
2: um (laughs) we like our own version of the it crowd
1: yeah many of us have experience (laughs) in that anyway at this point so
2: mixture of like the it crowd and the league like that kind of situations but the league's awful humor (laughs) (laughs)
1: you just described you just described the kb mod podcast (laughs) it's it's like really what you did um so that is it though for this week episode rum 151 now over uh thank you for coming out guys make sure you check out the website kbmod.com kbmod.com slash schedule for all the streams this week as we said Mount your friends Tuesday. You ready? Giving away some copies. You
2: can mount them before Tuesday too, but that's when the game yeah, I mean, comes yeah. out.
0: You should probably yeah. stretch with like a pre-stream mount. Like get a couple in this weekend <laughs> to prep yourself for Tuesday. Just make sure you stretch. Um, that's all I ask. Yep.
1: <laughs> Brandon really hates when you're all tight. You don't up.
0: want to cramp up when you're when you're piling yourself onto some dudes. So get those stretches uh, in
1: there. Um. <laughs> But yeah, make sure you follow the channel if you haven't here on Twitch, and uh, we'll be back next week with Gold Glove as our guest next week. Ooh. Prepare your chat and nooses <laughs> for that. He only gets a very small viewership though, so I don't think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, people. Um. Yeah, like yeah, like eighteen thousand people or something. It's fine. Can't wait anyway, to be Yeah. So Gold Glove will be on next week. We'll see you guys then as we reunite parts half of you ain't grizz baby will be on the podcast that week um so we will see you guys then later, later on bros peace